0: This is the Key to Authority Podcast, episode number 14. Welcome to the Key to Authority Podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your
1: host, Jenish Pandya.
0: When it comes to establishing authority, creating content and engaging your audience, using that content to build a tribe is a must. Be it the blog articles, podcasts, videos, easy articles that you produce for your content. In the online marketing world, it is commonly said, content is king, and it couldn't be more right. If you have been creating content, or have recently started at it, you would have realized that it's not as easy as some of the gurus put it. Sometimes you have no idea about what to write. You completely have a writer's block. In today's episode, we're going to have a chat with Dora from Omojo about the key to generating ideas for content and much more related to content writing. Dora loves spending her time creating content in the form of web copy, blogs, articles, and custom work to help businesses grow their online presence. She set up Omojo as a premium content provider to accomplish this and meet the needs of both small and large businesses. But before we get into what Dora has to share, I'd like to thank today's sponsor SiteGround. SiteGround is a WordPress and Joomla-based hosting company. They add custom-made solutions to your hosting to make your website faster, safer, and better supported than anywhere else. I use SiteGround to manage my websites as well as my clients. And it is mainly because of their 24-7 chat support and automated back services that I do so. So if you're fed up with poor service from your current web host, or looking to start a new website, then take SiteGround for a spin. Go to keytoauthority.com slash siteground to get started. Now, here is Dora. Hey Dora, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. We first met at one of Doyle's inner circle meetup, and from there we connected. And I really love what you do in terms of your space of creating content for the business owners, so I wanted to get you here and share some ideas on it. So welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Janish. I'm very, very happy to be here.
0: So, Dora, like quite a few people might know you, quite a few people might not, but so why did you get into the content marketing side of industry and how did you get involved in it?
1: The reason I got involved in it was uh, my background is actually in journalism and advertising um, and I was working for an online digital agency um, and they asked me to edit a piece of work. Um, which they had actually got from, a like, a, a foreign country. Um, and the piece of work was really, really, really poor quality. And they had paid money for this, which really surprised me. And I said, look, <laughs> let me rewrite it. Um, I rewrote it, realized that it was actually really good content that I had created. Um, and then it kind of stemmed from there where people were asking me to write content for them. Um, and create good blogs, um, good content for websites, press releases, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it got to the point where I was just flooded with um, from what stemmed <laughs> from making a bit of pocket money on the side to um, a thriving online business at the moment where I've got writers working for me and lots of clients coming in. Um, and, yeah, just the demand for good content is just so high and, I just can't believe that people are paying money for really bad content.
0: <laughs> and it's funny, that, <laughs> like when you realize that you're trying to solve a particular problem and a business idea is born. So kudos to you in terms of recognizing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just, it literally came out of need of what people wanted. So yeah, it's amazing. I'm, I'm really happy to help people.
0: Yeah. And in terms of you taking that opportunity, that was really great. So when it comes to creating content, there's a lot of aspects, be it the, the structure of it, be it the content itself in terms of what yes. to write about. But taking a step back further, like actually getting an idea for what to write, there's something quite a few people struggle with. So Dora, what's the key when it comes to generating ideas for your content?
1: Okay, so when I sit down with clients, um, some of them, they already know, they have in their head, oh, look, I want to write about this and this and these topics. And other people come to me and say, look, I have no idea. What do I do? Um, and in that case, I will um, I will talk to them about what keywords um, they are looking for, like they are targeting on their websites. Um, so that comes back to SEO. Um, and also, um, the other thing that you kind of need to merge with it, um, is knowing your audience and knowing what they're actually asking for. And when you know your audience, then the content will just occur naturally and you'll know what to write about. So you can kind of create articles around. Um, so, for example, if you, you're a car mechanic then obviously, and, and you're in Perth, then obviously your keywords are going to be car mechanic in Perth. But you're also going to be thinking about your audience and what they're asking you. So they might be asking you, how can I get, Cheap servicing or what tires are the best for my car, so you're gonna put those keywords of car mechanic Perth and combine it into articles about you know what tires are the best for this car or that car or those kind of topics
0: okay, so in terms of mixing a little bit of the keywords and then knowing your audience so yes the question comes to mind is then how do you balance I guess the content in terms of Making it sure for the readers or making it for the keywords. Where, where does the balance lie there?
1: Well, I believe that if the content is engaging and it's interesting, then it's going to work. Um, if, if an article is interesting, it's going to get shared socially online. People are going to come and read it. They're going to come back to the blog and that's going to pop your SEO up as well. Um, so even if an article isn't, it should never be packed full of keywords. They should always just occur naturally and your content should be focused on what it is that you do. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, I have to write five of these keywords in my article and then also talk about this topic. It will just be natural in a way.
0: Uh, It makes absolute sense. And that's what, in terms of my own philosophy is as well, so. It's good to see that we have always thinking along the
1: same. Yeah, because a lot of these overseas firms, they actually just – the content makes no sense. It's not engaging. The paragraphs are all over the place. The grammar is wrong, and the keywords are crammed in every single paragraph and every single sentence. And it's just really, really bad. And Google can recognize this, and they'll actually penalize you for it. So, you know, there's no point paying for something that's really, really bad. It's, you're better off writing something, even if it's from the heart and you have no idea about SEO. You're better off writing something very engaging and very interesting that people are going to read and share and tell their friends about because that's going to help your business.
0: And in terms of the overseas, like I can, I'm pretty sure people can tell as soon as they read something that it was just re- meant for like search engine and wasn't meant to be read at all.
1: Yeah, there's no point paying for that.
0: Yeah, and it also hurts their brand image and does get more damage than good kind of thing.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, if you're keyword cramming, then you also get penalized and it's sometimes it's hard to um, to get back up there in terms of Google ranking when you've been penalized. Uh,
0: that's true. So coming back to that, knowing your audience aspect, you mentioned that when you're working with the clients. So what are the things you do to find out to you know their audience a bit better if they don't have a clue or how do you work with them in that sense?
1: Mm. Um, good question, Janish. So obviously you would have some sort of contact with your clients, whether you talk to, on the phone or whether it's face-to-face or, or that kind of stuff. Um, you could stem back to your FAQs that people are asking you, what kind of things that, they, that you think they might need to know. Um, think about the services that you provide. And what someone may ask you about those services or what what did you need to know about those services when you first started providing them? You know, you can think about that as well and, and write about that. So it's just a matter of speaking with people and thinking logically about what's interesting. Okay.
0: And I guess in terms of finding more and putting yourself in their shoes, I guess is what I'm hearing from what you're saying.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the articles could be anything from, like top 10 tips of X or how to do this or, you know, that kind of stuff. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a long-winded explanation about something. It can, you know, it can be a definition, it can be a how-to, it can be a- anything, really, anything that's of interest.
0: And in terms of then bringing to, let's say, you know, I've generated an idea from getting, knowing your audience and, understanding the keywords and bringing that idea, generating that idea for the content. So what's the process behind laying it out in terms of either a blog article or something along that line?
1: Yep. Um, so in order to lay out a good blog article, you'll need a very catchy title. Um, you need something that's going to draw someone in and make them read further than that title. Um, so usually if you, if you do say our top 10 tips, then make sure that you actually use the numerical number 1010. Um, it's been shown that that actually draws people in further than just writing the actual word out. It catches their attention. Um, so you want them to stay on like on your article. Um, and then you'll need, uh, enticing introduction and then go into the body of your text, um, maybe show some examples within there, and then you have your conclusion. And most importantly, at the very end of your article, you're going to want to put a call to action. So even if it's just a little sentence at the very end, just write, um, and going with the same example of mechanic, um, if you do need mechanical services in Perth, um, you can contact us on this number or check out our contact page.
0: Okay. And... They normally talk about creating the content so that people are there, like there's a flow towards that and then leading to a specific call to action. So, would you recommend like have just a generic call us or kind of maybe comment or other different kind of call to actions or?
1: There are, yes. Yeah. So, it depends what you're writing the content for. So, for example, if you're writing it for LinkedIn or something like that, if you were, you know, if you're personally writing to your, your connections on there, um, you could say, and, and what do you think about this to your audience instead? Whereas they can actually respond on there and write back to you. But for, yeah, for a generic blog that's on your website, you might just want to put a, um, a generic call to action that just asks people to contact you because people want, you know, it's always good to have a directive at the very end. Get them to do something. Once they're interested and you've captured their interest and they're engaged with your company, then give them something to do and get them to comment or get them to contact you, um, get them to sign up, get them to go and watch your YouTube video after that, you know, the next thing that you want them to do.
0: And that's really good in terms of varying that uh, call to action as well. uh, Depending on where you're putting it, be it LinkedIn, you have that engagement aspect and then if it's a blog, you have something else. So quite a few people ask me this and I give them an answer that I have, but I would like to hear what you think about it. How how much do you, in terms of, look for results in the sense of how much time is available or how much time do you spend on content marketing to see results, be it from leads or be it sales kind of thing?
1: Mm. Well, I recently, actually, I have a client and I wrote... 150 landing pages for them. And without touching the SEO on their website, they're now ranked number three for their particular keyword. Um, so content can actually achieve a lot, a lot of good things for your website. It can rank you without even, you know, without even doing anything. It can, yeah, it can prop you right up there. Um, and in terms of time that you want to spend on it, um, people, it just depends how much time you have and how much you're dedicated, like, how much time you want to dedicate to put into that. Um, some people, they will blog, you know, every single week. Others will blog every single fortnight or every month. Um, I wouldn't recommend it, recommend blogging, um, you know, once every six months or something like that because that's not very consistent. Um, I would recommend at least once a month.
0: And in terms of looking for, let's say, you know, the return on investment, so if you're blogging once a month or once a week, what are the expected results? So when would you think people would start seeing uh, some traction or some results from it?
1: So you'd want to see results immediately, obviously, um, and you might get res- results straight away from, because you're going to want to share that article across your social media. So if you've got social media pages for your business, share it across there and you should be seeing traffic coming in straight away. Um, in terms of SEO and that kind of stuff, it might take a little bit longer to build that up because Google sends their bots in and they crawl your website. Um, so yeah, you, you can see immediate results straight away with response on articles um, but you want to have a little bit of build-up there as well to see more long-term results.
0: Uh, in terms of going through results, obviously, you mentioned that immediately to get that instant gratification because we live in that kind of world where we want to see us
1: <laughs> Yeah, we want to see what our money is paid for. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's really hard to justify, but that social media aspect where someone either comments or like is really good where it gets that engagement going, but it takes time to build and to get in terms of brand-new customers we don't even know would obviously take longer time than that.
1: They would. Um, and we just hope that the article is engaging enough. Like I said, if it's interesting and engaging, people are going to share it and it's going to get pushed up and it just it's a roll-on effect, really.
0: And in terms of now, we've looked in terms of generating ideas. Now, to quickly wrap things up, we've looked into – idea generation, writing the content, call to action. So how do you, like, I'm not sure, do you do any promotional or things with the content for your clients or how do you recommend to promote apart from just the general social media or something else?
1: Yep, um, so there are some directories online that you can also submit your articles to. Um, however, I would never recommend um, putting a blog on your website and then also submitting it into a directory, as in the actual words and content of it, because that will be duplicate content. You need fresh content for anywhere that you submit your blogs to. Um, and then in that case, you can link back to your website that way, and that's also very supportive of your SEO. Um, so that's one way to to do that. And you can also get involved with different blogging communities and um, speak to other bloggers and, and get other people coming to your website. You can even get... Um, you know take a different take on social media and and get other people to promote your website or your blog or or your product as well and get people coming to your website
0: and that's good like in terms of the blogging communities cuz not normally people ignore that aspect of growing that traffic or aspect of growing that audience
1: yeah absolutely and if you want to become the authority on your particular um in your business, on in the industry that you're in, then you might as well speak to anyone that has absolutely anything to do with it and let them know about your blog.
0: No, And that's good because obviously when you form those relationships, they're not only just to help promote your blog, but whatever you have in terms of products, it's a good uh, relationship to form as well. So that's a really good idea. Now, quickly to wrap it up, uh, what's one action that our listener can take today in terms of generating ideas for their content
1: okay um so what you can do right now um look at what this is where i would start if i had absolutely no clue what to write about i would go and look at my services and then i would think about a question that someone's asked me about that service and then i would begin with that question as a topic for my blog article
0: Cool. And that's, I think, a straightaway instant uh, idea there, right there.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Thanks for that, Dora. And now, how could our, our listeners get in touch with you? What's your website or social media links and stuff like that?
1: Okay. Um, so, if anyone wants to get in touch, they can go straight to our website, which is www.omojo.com.au, and that's spelt O-M-O-J-O. Um that's actually short for online Mojo. So um, <laughs> putting a bit of mojo into your online writing. Oh,
0: that's really catchy tagline as well. <laughs> nice name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> right,
0: cool, thanks a lot, Dora, for joining us. Really appreciate you spending some time with us, and thanks for thanks again.
1: Thanks, Janish, No problem.
0: Hope you enjoyed listening to Dora's Insights on the whole content creation cycle and generating ideas for your content and also learned a few tips and strategies along the way. Today's action for you is to look up your services and think about a question that you have been asked and then use that as a topic for your next blog article. So go ahead and start creating that content. To get all the details and the links talked about in today's show, Go to keytoauthority.com EP014 for the show notes. And if you have any questions, make sure to leave a comment in the comment box. Thank you for listening. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.